The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... This is urgent. We need a response team. We're already putting together the best man. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am group. That I did know. These people may be isolated and unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push, it can be exactly what you need. I'm suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. Well, thank you. It is the intrepid trio, Eric, Kylan, and some other dude. Me, <laughs> Mike. Hey, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> and who are you again? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Um, now, as I just totally blanked. <laughs> you know, we that's had a show in mind. We did have a show in mind. <laughs> anyway. Um, we got distracted by looking at all the Marvel Lego sets that are either out or about to come out. Yes. Right. But before we get to that point, check out the homepage. Hey, I'm only two episodes or one episode behind getting issue. it up to the issue behind getting it up. Issue. To I said issue. I was the second time. Premature. I was a little premature with the very good. Um, now, wait. Last episode. Last issue. <laughs> We're going to stumble all over this. The last um, we did was we talked about force feeding mosquitoes, right? Right. Right. Okay. So the website's current. <laughs> um, so because of that, <laughs> check out the homepage, the current homepage, up to date homepage. And on the right hand side, check out Bitty Boomers. 15% off with the code WeBeGeeks of your purchase. Also, too, check out our T Public store. Hey, there is a couple new design. Well, there's a new design. I'm about ready to log in right now <laughs> and, de- and deactivate the other design because I need to update the, f- I need to change the font on it. Um, oh, come on, let me log in. But we have the new design, the new design, which you can get right now. Um, if Kylan gets me the review, the write up for this show within 24 hours as of recording, you too could get yourself. You've heard us talk about the Hellabus. Well, you could own the Hellabus on a t shirt. 
Well, you know what? I I will be extra good to to the listeners, and I will get this to Mike by w- within twenty four hours. Okay, so Mike, but before, well before the time that we're recording right now, it's right now. You'll have you'll you'll have this right up. It's right now. By you'll the be time a- listening to this. He's already got it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if it's in time, you should be able to get the shirt for 13 bucks, a t-shirt for 13 bucks. Lucky 13. So, um, also too, if you're interested, it's one of my first Disney kind of themed shirts. It kind of fits Marvel because of the star Wars galaxy's edge mini series. Um, but it also fits Wookiee radio It's the Spire locals t-shirt that is all done in Arabish, except for Doc Ondar. Doc Ondar's is done in Ethorian. So you could get that shirt as well. And of course, you got the normal logo t shirt and our um, the chemicals t shirt that's loosely inspired by que- uh, Peter Quill's Guardians 2 t shirt that he had. So okay. those are there as well. More shirts coming. There's going to be an Intrepid Trio t shirt coming. Well, there you go. So. That's the one I had to deactivate so I could update the font because we found a better font. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. So, um, also to check out uh, superhero stuff, uh, some great stuff there, and go to Andeseat. Uh, I'm going to have the um, our affiliate link for it up soon, and I believe at the moment, if you use the code Marvel when you check out, you get fifty percent off your Marvel gaming chair from and oh so check that out as well um and i will have i'm not sure how long that promotion is running try it worst case scenario they say code doesn't work and it's not available but i will have the affiliate link up for it shortly uh hopefully by the time you're listening to this it'll be up so mm-hmm. um and we've talked about them they got some great stuff i would actually i know we were kind of harsh on the spider-man chair kylan when we talked about it right yeah uh the website for them uh eric if you haven't seen them is and a seat no and a and a chair.com all one word okay um uh uh, maybe i was right the first time and a seat i thought yeah i thought it was and a seat and a seat wait till you see oh lord Uh uh-oh yeah, yeah. Uh oh. As I go to their homepage. All right. Uh, okay. Hang on. Hold on. Right there on the front page. Very first image that pops up. Let's see. Bear with me a second. Now, these chairs, uh, after looking at them, always said, really dig the Captain Marvel design. Iron Man, I think, is a little bit better than Neo Chair. Uh, I think the colors pop a lot better. Spider Man, I am. It, it has grown on me. I actually love it a lot more. And Ant Man looks sweet, but estimated shipping October 30th, Black Widow. And not only are you going to have Black Widow, in oh, black, whoa, whoa, what? But also in white as well. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. I see it. So, yeah. Uh, All right. So, that you are you talking about the new cap chair? Their Captain America chair blows away anything uh, Dude. Neo chair has done. Dude, as much, you know what? Thing is, Neo chair has has that, they have my favorite Steve, my favorite Cap 
Captain America uniform on that on their chair. And this chair, yeah. Okay. My my biggest problem now with Neo chair, mm-hmm. I'm trans slender. I'm not a skinny guy. Right. Their chairs stop at 330 weight wise. Right. I'm past 330. Or no, I think it goes either 330 or 350. That's like right near the limit of where I'm at. No. The one I have now goes up to 400 pounds, and I like it because it's a wider seat, and I wanted the wider seat, and they don't have the wider seats anymore. They don't have the ones that go up to 400. These look cool, and these look seem like they are a lot more better designed. I just really like the looks of these guys, and Eric's just looking at us like, you guys are nuts. <laughs> it's chairs. Sorry. They're we, cool chairs, though. They're very cool, and I I think the designs are so much better than than what they did with or than what Neo Chair did. So um, so yeah, you guys have a favorite I, in all of these? Um, I don't know that I have a favorite. Um, yeah, I'm not sure that I do have a favorite. I, I I'm not a big fan of the Iron Man one, and that's just purely for the color. Right. Mm-hmm. I I'm torn between Spidey and Cap. I think I'm torn between. Cap, Spidey, or Ant Man? Of course, that's kind of that's kind of a no brainer. Then apparently, well, see, the thing is, it's Cap for me because basically that chair coordinates with one of my backpacks. So you know, uh, (laughs) you had you had the Bio World Cap backpack with the four pockets across the the bottom of it, don't you? Uh, it's it's not the four. It's it's actually two. Um. Let me see if the uh, let me see if this is the bio world one. Hold on. Well, if you if you disable your uh, background, I could tell you. Uh, and then right now, and then right now, it's, well, that was wow, that was interesting. Uh, but if you go to and and web web page, you can vote on whether Black Widow is either the black chair. Or the white chair. And I can't decide. They both look sexy. I could decide on that. Easy. You don't want to have a white chair. Well, this is true, too. I, I, you know, I will say that. I, I agree with that. Uh, hang on. Let me see. White um, chairs are like... I, I thought those went out in the 70s. Did they really, though? I know well, why. I don't suppose I'm that lucky. I know why they did white. Try and go with her armor. But it needs black in there. Do the black handles. Okay. Do the... Do certain things in black and make it look like the the black the the white suit where it's got the black trim. So this is actually from Civil War, and then those awesome. straps on the front. Show the front again. The other side. Yes, that's Spiral World. Okay. I believe that's Spiral World. Let me see. Hang on. This Jeff Davis has our friend from Sorcerer Radio. Yeah. One of the hosts of DW60 has one of my other favorite Captain America bags. <laughs> Cheap plug to, to Jeff. Um, Friday mornings, 8 a.m. Eastern, Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. <laughs> there we go. Saturdays, 8 p.m., Mighty Marvel Geeks on srsounds.com. So, as we're recording, okay, not as we're recording, but day of us recording, <laughs> news breaks. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney for release for releasing Black Widow in theaters and on Disney Plus. 
Well, you know, I will say like one that one of the things, one of the big stories was the huge drop that uh, that the movie took in week two. Uh, and a lot of people attributed it to a lot of you know, a lot of people taking advantage of of the the premium access yeah. on Disney Plus. Well, didn't like let's see. I want to say I heard where Black Widow made like you know two hundred ten million at the theaters and sixty million through Disney Plus, which is a lot better. In the theaters than what Wonder Woman 1984 had done. Mm-hmm. And that's with HBO Max doing the same thing. Or with Time right. Warner doing the same thing. Theater and streaming release. Except streaming release, you didn't get. You didn't have to pay for premiere access. No. Yeah. But you, and you, HBO you got Max, it for like 30 days. But HBO Max saw, saw an increase for it. But it still wasn't enough to, to truly help the movie. Mm-mm. So um, here's here's the actual numbers, according to an article from Yahoo.com, Yahoo Entertainment. Uh, Black Widow grossed more than two hundred million dollars worldwide during its opening weekend, including 80 million at the U.S. uh, American box office and 60 million via Disney Plus. Okay, so opening weekend, 80 million. It fell flat against uh, Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman was what, 100, 100 million opening weekend? Well, look, anytime you let Space Jam 2 outperform you at the box office, you're hurting. I'm just there. I've said it. And yeah, I, and I'll say here, here's the other thing is that, you know, families, like if you got little, if you got little kids, and you choose. Uh, you're not going to take the little kids to see Black Widow. You really have. You're not because if a kid has to choose between a Marvel movie or an animated movie, they're going to go animated every time. You know, because you. That's like you can. And I'm not saying this is about quality. You can offer a kid a porterhouse steak or a McDonald's burger. The kid's going to pick the McDonald's burger because that's where the kid's mind is. Yeah, but you know, problem with Space Jam 2, that's the most animated LeBron James has been on on any basketball court. Dang, man. <laughs> Dang, you went there. I, I went there. Anyway. Okay, back to the lawsuit that Scarlett Johansson has filed. According to Basically, the... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You're the one reading the story. Go ahead. Well, you were too, so... <laughs> Basically, um, according to the lawsuit, it states Disney intentionally in- induced Marvel's breach of the agreement without justification in order to prevent Miss Johansson from realizing the full benefit of her bargain with Marvel. Uh, sources told the journal, uh, is this the Wall Street Journal that we're talking? Yeah, Wall Street Journal. Yeah. That Johansson can stand to lose upwards of $50 million in bonuses over the move. Don't come between an actor and their money. Well, I mean, we have to go back to the way that this contract was structured and it was inked and signed and agreed upon before all of the COVID nonsense. Right. Okay. So according to all indications at the time, this was going to go into theaters and everything was going to be straight up equitable. But 
this whole thing of launching on Disney Plus at the same time as theaters, that's only a recent business model that has popped up because of it. Right. Right. I mean, by rights, this movie should have been out before COVID hit. Yeah. I I get where she's coming from because, yes, I, and we have said this, we've discussed this business model here on the show. I am not a big fan of launching streaming at the same time as theaters. Right. <clears throat> it's not because you're you're basically cutting off theater owners. You're, you're, you're basically sweeping the leg of every theater owner out there. Sweep the leg, Johnny sweep the leg. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I have no, I have no real sympathy for Disney on this one. I do have sympathies for, for Johansson because if things had worked out like they were supposed to, she would have, she could have earned, close to $50 million more. Right. Right. I mean, granted, Scarlett Johansson is not hurting for money. And she's but it's all the principle. She's already getting 20 million out of this. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't agree with her lawyer statement that Disney did this intentionally. I, I mean, yeah, I don't think it was intentional. Well, I wouldn't think so. Evan Feige is not sitting there twirling his mustache, going, <laughs> "Yo, ho, ho, <laughs> let's get, get to hose her out of fifty million dollars." <laughs> no, I don't think there was any intent to to torpedo any deals. No, I that I I think that what's going to come out of this is Disney slash Marvel is going to quietly settle this, mm -hmm. which they should, they should make good on this. Right. Mm -hmm. I think she should get a cut of the revenue provided by Disney plus while it's on premier access. Right. And I, th I think that's going to happen. I think it's really, this whole lawsuit is, is just filed to force Disney into doing it. But I think that's, what's going to happen. Right. I believe she gets a cut anyway. I thought that was supposed to happen. I don't actually, maybe not. Maybe it wasn't in the contract because unless they reworked it before the movie came out. Well, because of the talk of, well, we're going to drop this on premier access or when they said, we're going to drop this on premier access. If I was her lawyers or her agents, it'd be okay. Let's re we're not going to authorize the release until, or I don't know how much she could have held them hostage. But she could have gone in and asked to rework her deal so she gets a cut of the premiere access. Well, Disney's statement in response to this kind of indicates that she is getting a cut because they're just saying Disney has fully complied with Ms. Johansson's contract. And furthermore, the release of Black Widow on Disney Plus with premiere access has significantly enhanced her ability to earn additional compensation on top of the $20 million she has received to date. And Disney's looking at it as the $30 for premier access counts as theater admission and is being included in theater admission. Yeah. I, it's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. I'm not really, I'm not really sure where I would land on this. I mean, yes, Disney does need to make it right. Quote unquote, make it right. Right. But correct. what Disney may feel is making it right versus what, 
Johansson feels is making it right. You know, those might be two completely different things. And Mm -hmm. I think going forward, all your contracts with anybody is, is going to reflect this. You know, it's kind of like, you know, how much is getting from theatrical release? How much is getting from, um, you know, streaming release? I just think that this is this is this is a good case to watch just to see where it goes, because any contract that was written up pre-COVID was going to be affected by however a court rules on this. Right. Do you do you think with the contracts now that there will be uh, they'll be added in opening weekend? You know, whatever theatrical. They get a percentage of whatever the and bonuses for whatever theatrical release and any premiere streaming subscription release as well. It's going to have to. I think it's going to have to because that is the reality that has come about since this movie was made. Right. I Although, mean, go ahead. well, no, well, see, there. This is basically more or less the case that we've been talking about. Uh, ever since what a year ago when the announcement was made that uh, production companies were leaning towards this, I except we we didn't ex- we didn't think of it affecting the actors on this level. No, we we were thinking about the movie theaters, production companies, how it would affect them and their bottom line. But when you have a performance based contract, yeah. You know, um, and, you know, and she had a lot. She she had a proven track record because she's looking at, you know, 10 plus years of Marvel movies and all of them knocking it out of the park. So she's like, yeah. well, you know what? Yeah, this is a good deal. And then there was absolutely no reason to think otherwise, because this is something again, because this movie spent as long as it did in production and kept getting delayed, 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 that, I mean, this was just an unforeseen scenario. And this may wind up altering how, you know, talent uh, contracts are written. Right. I mean, it, it could be, like like we just said, you know, you have accommodations for box office uh, performance and premier streaming performance. You may just have you, you may go away from performance based contracts. It's just like, you know what? I want ten million dollars to do this movie. Where where you may have said, Well, I'll take five million and you know, X percentage of the box office performance. This is kind of it, it's kind of destabilized the performance contract in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, and the thing was like, uh, who was it? Uh, Michael Keaton. No, it wasn't Keaton, was it? It was uh, Jack Nicholson. Was it? It, was, it was Nicholson. I mean, who thought of that? I know when I first heard uh, Nicholson doing that, you're like, really? But yeah. then nobody saw Batman. You know, you, you, you had toys, cereal, uh, multiple showings of the movie that knocked it out of the park. Uh, yeah. I mean, what, costumes. Nicholson was rolling in it just from the performance-based provisions of his contract. Yeah, you know, and I get, you know, it's this is this is going to be interesting because a 
if movie companies continue with this uh, business model, which I don't see them doing. I, 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 I think if they do, it's going to be for movies that they don't see or expect to perform well or movies with limited release. That I, I'll say that. I think that this is uh, an excellent um, object lesson in why blockbuster movies uh, or movies that are tied to giant franchises should not uh, do the dual release thing. Anyway, I, 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 I didn't I was surprised that they were going to do it to a certain degree. I kind of get why, but I was surprised that they actually did it. Um, I didn't expect this kind of fallout, though. Yeah. Well, this this may be also a way that you know the movie companies like you know Warner Brothers and Disney and and Paramount and whoever uh, it may may make them kind of pump the brakes a little bit on doing this forward because you know last year when you were doing it with like you know Wonder Woman eighty four and Mulan and, and what have you. It was understood because, you know, not everybody could get to a theater. Right. And while it looks like we may be heading back to that, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. I don't think you I don't think you'll ever see another lockdown like we had. Right. So you're still going to have theatrical preferences. Yeah. I mean, I know, you know, some people say, well, you know, it's 30 bucks for my whole family to go see a movie is is cheaper than going to the theater. I get that. Right. But outside of financial considerations, I mean, who doesn't want to go? The movie experience is just so much different. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think you still need that. And I think that movies do better when they have a chance to run in the theater before they run in your living room. Right. Right. You know, and and it, it it just proves, regardless of what people say, oh, I like the convenience, it still cheapens the brand. I don't care what anybody else says. It cheapens the brand because the attitude is, if I can get it in my home, is it really that big of a deal if I see it, if I can see it, if I go to the theater to see it? That's the truth. I mean, and I totally get it if you, if you make that, decision based on finances because people got to do that but again like you said it it does cheapen the experience unless you have a home theater that's the equal of somewhere else as a matter of fact i i know that i have mentioned this on the show before there is a a uh, vintage theater near me that was built like in the 1920s and going to see a movie there is just Absolutely. It, it elevates the experience like you would not believe. You right. don't get that. You don't get that sitting on your couch in front of your television. And it's just because you know what this you know what it feels like? It feels like a made for TV movie. You remember those? Right. Yep. exactly. Made for TV movies like from the 70s and the 80s stuff that you knew was never ever going to see a a movie screen and that's the way they got around with like the B movie stuff or direct to video movies that's what that's what stuff that gets released on premier streaming reminds me of 
It just does. Mm-hmm. I know we're going to get some hate mail, but that's that's and, that's the way I feel. Change my mind. And if you want to send hate mail, send it to Mighty Marvel Geeks at gmail.com. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I please change my mind. All I, I all I know is what we're seeing, what we're seeing at the box office with this movie, and it screams volumes. If if it was a case where you know, you know, there wasn't as huge a drop. Let, let's because you know there's going to be a drop. Week two, there's always going to be a drop. But you know, if the drop in week two was comparable to what we normally get for a week two drop, and you know, and people were still doing the streaming thing, okay, fine. I I I could say I'm, I would say I'm wrong in a heartbeat, but. To me, the numbers don't lie. Yeah, and those numbers are brutal. Mm-hmm. I, opening week, opening day. Let's see what. Let's see when. All right, this was. Uh, I'm looking at a Forbes article from July 17th. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Friday, which says Friday night, Black Widow took a. Well, this was Saturday. Will be two weeks ago. Right. Um, almost an. 80%, 79.7% drop from opening day. Now, this article says that's about on par with the 81% fall of Batman v Superman and the 83% drop for Dark Phoenix. And those two movies were crap. Yeah. Now, oh, I shouldn't say that, should I? I guess you <laughs> could scratch it out. <laughs> Just put a duck quack in there. There you wait, go. Wait. Would would you would you compare those what you're saying was um, horrible films to maybe a rebranding of a baseball team? <laughs> ah. Look, we have the opportunity of the I am group. I am group at the stands, and that that right there alone makes that name change worth it. That may be the only reason, but there you go. It, and I think it's funny well, that the that the logo. Looks like a baseball wearing Thor's helmet. It and it does. It does. It does. It does. So uh, so does that make me Star Lord? Who? Uh, the, since what he's referring. Oh oh come on man, you heard of me. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit, now, now I gotta go back because I love that when he introduced himself. You're like who? Oh come on man, now you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We're gonna Black Widow's gonna make money, sure. But I do believe that the the simultaneous release on streaming has hurt the box office performance. I think it's now, that, I think it's that way with it, it hurt Wonder Woman, it hurt Mortal Kombat. Yeah. It hurt mm-hmm. it, it's hurt any of them. And I think this is one of those times while the digital side is helping the comic world. And not really hurt, and I don't think it's really hurting comic book stores a lot because local comic book stores are still getting what they get. I think movie wise, it is hurting the theaters and it is hurting the box office. Yeah. And even though we have said in this household, we went and saw Black Widow in the theater. So we put our money in the theater. We were seriously considering um, getting getting Black Widow on Premiere Access as well, just so we could rewatch it for certain things when we have discussion. But we haven't pulled the trigger yet. 
And at this point in time, I don't know if we will. Yeah. And I just, I, I hate it for Johansson because it's just sometimes things just, sometimes the boat sinks, okay? You don't plan for the iceberg, but sometimes the iceberg hits. Yeah. And right. that's that's probably not the best metaphor in the world, but sometimes unexpected things happen. It's not Disney's fault that COVID hit. I think that her legal team is going to have a tough time uh, proving that Disney did this with the intent of cheating her out of money. No, they didn't. And that's that's the part. That's just the part I find ridiculous about it. I could make a comment, but I love my job too much. So I'll keep it for mm-hmm. off air. That way it's not publicly out there recorded. Maybe you should scratch out the part where you just said that. They have to prove that I said something, though. Off air. There's, <laughs> there's, there's tangential. That's how you pronounce it. Circumstantial evidence. But no, I mean, it's, it's just, I don't think, again, I don't think that Kevin Feige is sitting there or whoever is the top part of the, the movie side of Disney is just saying, you know, we can, we can hose Scarlett Johansson out of money. Let's do this. Right. I'm thinking they're looking at it as a, we're not going to get as much money as we had hoped for releasing it in the theater solo. Let's put it out on Disney plus as well. We're testing waters. You'll see if we can make up some of the difference that, that short of our expectations. Right. Right. I, I just, I don't, again, don't like this idea. Yeah. But then again, for the most part, I don't have to go see a movie opening weekend. I usually don't. Or actually, if we, when we saw Black Widow, we saw it Sunday of opening weekend. Okay. Wasn't that crowded I, where I was at? My theater was, my theater was packed. I, I, yeah, but you I'm saw a preview uh, night. Yeah, I saw a preview and, night. And you decided to go see that instead of hanging with us and talking to well, Nicholas yeah. Hammond. To be fair, we bought our tickets a month before, and Nicholas was supposed to be the interview the week before, then it changed. Oh, now you're going to blame me for that because of my job. (laughs) See, this is the microcosm that I'm talking about. (laughs) Things happen. You know, it's kind of like life comes at you fast. Those old insurance commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like – because – yeah, because like when Don bought the tickets, I looked at the date and I said, okay, we're good. And then it changed. And I'm like, oh, and we can't change the date on the tickets. Oh, you could, but. <sighs> well, yeah, but it was paid. It was sold out, dude. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of time not getting here soon enough, because I think that may have been brought up. I don't remember. So much going on. Um. How excited are you guys for the Hawkeye series? Man, I can't wait. I cannot wait. November 24th. I'm looking forward to it. I am much more looking forward to What If. Yes. Uh, We'll we'll, we'll get to What If here here in a minute. There's a lot of stuff getting ramping up for What If. But Hawkeye dropping November 24th on Disney+. Plus. Um. Jeremy Renner reprises his role as Clint Barton slash Hawkeye. So he's stepped down from the Ronin role. Right. 
with Haley Steinfeld stepping into the role as another well-known archer, Kate Bishop, a.k.a. also Hawkeye. Rounding out the cast are Vern, are Vera Faminga, Far, Farfee, Tony Dalton, Zahn McLaren, Brian Darcy James, and newcomer Aliqua Cox, who will star yep. as Maya Lopez. Oh, right. I am going to play dumb on this one. Who is Maya Lopez? Um, Echo. Maya Lopez. Yeah. Yeah. She's okay. Echo. Okay. Newer character, right? No. Been around for a while. Um, yeah, she's kind of bounced around. Um, she's been attached to Daredevil and Bullseye and Electra, according to what yeah. you're saying. Okay. And okay, okay. And, yeah. So, and Wolverine and Avengers, Silver Samurai. She's actually bounced around a lot. Right. Gotcha. And she is, and, and here's the thing she has also been a Ronin. Ooh. Oh, that's right. Oh, wait. What if we end up with a Ronin and a Hawkeye before this is all done? Uh, you, you know what that means? Two more members of uh, two more members for the for the Thunderbolts. Well, rumor has it that well, we we know uh, Yelena Black Widow's in this, right? Um, that Yelena Bell. Rumor has it she will be Ronin. She becomes the new Ronin. You know what? I don't think so. I think that I think she becomes the new the new scar uh the new Black Widow. That's what I think. Yelena? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think she does. Yeah. Yeah, I say Yelena's the new Black Widow. And Maya becomes the new Ronin. Yeah. Okay. And so so now you got um US agent, Black Widow, and just for S and G's, you got Hawkeye and Ronan. Um, and we still have the potential for the new Falcon. Oh, yeah. You got the new Falcon. Yeah. And, you know, why not? Red Hulk. Why not? Good. Why not? Good. And then you got your team. Yeah. Oh, this is, well, I was going to save this for final thoughts, but I'll bring it up now since we're talking about Thunderbolts. And uh, we'll just, I'll just go ahead and say Val. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember how, the Thunderbolts, Nick Fury. Remember how the TVA logo looked in the Loki series? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you guys want Google MCU TVA upside down. Okay. I'm going to call that a Reed Richards because that's kind of a stretch. It's kind of a stretch, but kind of interesting. Yes. It's what we in the industry call a coincidence. <laughs> That's your Mephisto for today, dude. <laughs> That's a but it's kind of cool. Yeah, Val appears I mean, it, in it the does. in the Loki series. Oh, without oh, a parent. dude, really, 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 not really. Are, are, are not you not? Why are you not? Did you not Google MCU TVA upside down? Yeah, flips it down. I can flip it upside down in my head, dude. Yeah, I'm looking at it oh. right now, dude. That's. Folks, look, we're, I, I'm going to do it right now. I'm sorry. Um, if, if you did that and you looked at it, I, I'm sorry. Um, there, but there will be no refunds. Um, maybe you should go and watch the epic fight at the end of Falcon and the Winter Soldier again. Uh, and, and, and that should make it all right. Look, I'm sorry about that little show back there, but... <laughs> I thought it best to break it to you slowly. <laughs>
I'm just, I, I feel bad. I, I, I tell bad jokes as a hobby, and I, I feel bad about that. There are aspects of my personality that I can't control. See a shrink. It's a little bit more complicated than that. Bruce, trust me when I tell you, I've heard them all. Not this one. Anyway, so yeah, November 24th, right around Thanksgiving. Actually, it's yeah. the day before Thanksgiving. Hopefully, this series does not turn out to be a real turkey. Oh, my gosh. I can't let Mike out dad joke me. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know it's going to be stuffed with action. Uh, listen, listen here. L- listen here, pilgrims. I see what you've done there. <laughs> Oh boy. Oh boy. Moving hastily on (laughs) in an effort to actually keep the show from drowning in its own lethargic inertia again. (laughs) Somebody, okay, didn't mean to. (laughs) This is all in fun, folks. Yeah, it is. It It sounds like we get onto each other, and sometimes we do. Sometimes we we do. do. And It, it comes from place of love, or at least tolerance. (laughs) brotherly fights happen so uh it's just the nature it's just the nature because well it's just it could be that much fun there you go because because we're that awesome we are that awesome we we are each other because you know we get along so well we do um and because we love each other so much i didn't use that word okay not that much not enough for not enough for your mud light we like each other um okay I'm going to let Eric take this next story because it's right up our alley that he's the one who is actually a member of a club that specializes in this. Okay. And all I got to, all I got to say is I want the display case that they make for the, for these, because I think there's enough slots to fill all of them up without any extras and it'd be a perfect display. It would be a perfect display. We are talking about another bit of breaking news. Uh, Lego has announced that, or has revealed that a new series of minifigures from the MCU uh, is, uh, is soon to come out. (laughs) So, uh, this set is actually coming out on September 1st, according to the Lego website. It yep. is the Lego Marvel Studios minifigures line. And it it's taking from the MCU uh, Phase 4. It's taking from, it's got some Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's got some WandaVision. It's got some What If. It's got, uh, it's got some Loki. You, they will come in individual bags, and I. And this is what frustrates me so much about Marvel minifigures or Lego minifigures, because you can't tell what you're getting, and I want to know what I'm getting. My Lego store, I used to go to my my local Lego store before it changed, it closed down, and uh, there were several employees in there that were very good at basically just feeling the package. At telling what's in there, so I, I utilize that resource multiple, multiple times. But there used we'll be to be a, it's closed. They used to have at the bottom of the bag there was like bubbles, the bottom seal, press seal. You know where I'm talking about? Yeah. 
and with the bubble with the bubbles it told you there was it was a code to tell you what character was in it yeah they got rid of those did they yeah they got rid of those because people were cracking the code i had cracked the code a couple times see there you go so what we have is a series of let's see four eight twelve mini figures yeah yeah uh you have from loki you have Tom Hiddleston's Loki character with the with the TVA outfit. I hope it and, says variant uh, on the back on his back. Lord, if that doesn't say variant, we're all in deep trouble. Yes, we uh, are. Right. Comes, he comes with a throg little micro figure, the Thor frog. Uh, there is a Sylvie figure who comes with a sword and a crocodile. No horns no, on the crocodile. No horns on the crocodile, which is a little disappointing, but that's okay. Uh, from what if we've got the Star Lord T'Challa, Captain Carter, uh, Spider Man, Sorcerer Supreme, and Captain I, America, Marvel Zombie? Actually, uh, uh, the what if has the most figures from it. Yes. Spider Man, they call uh, Zombie Hunter Spider Man. Okay, my bad. And then uh, you got the, the zombie um, cap, which I think yeah. looks great, but you missed. Yeah, Yep. You missed Gamora's Thanos. No, I hadn't missed. I just hadn't got her to it yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gamora as Thanos with a double-sided sword. So that's going to be an interesting episode of What If right there. Yeah. Uh, then, we have, of course, we got Falcon and Winter Soldier. You've got Cap Sam Wilson with a shield and the cool wings. And this these wings look amazing. Best set of wings for Falcon yet. Yes, absolutely. And it, and it mm-hmm. does have the new red bird, which isn't red. Yeah. Red wing. Back. Red wing. Yeah. The Wakandan red wing. Yeah. Uh, then Man. you also have Bucky with his Wakandan vibranium arm and a shield. And, and shield. the pictures also show him with two knives. But why would you give him two knives? He needs a rifle. Because he does. Maybe maybe Lego just didn't want to give him a rifle because, you know, what it because well, you know you know what fighting or or maybe he could maybe he could switch out the knife, you know, he could do the knife and the shield or fight with two knives. I tell you what, if I was facing Loki I mean not Loki, if I was facing um Bucky with two knives, I would think twice because I know what I he's like with one. Was armed with a teddy bear and a pack of Toblerones. <laughs> Lord, you know what? That's scary. That's really scary. Anything with with Bucky is, is scary. But you know what? If if that really milk duds and whoppers that really doesn't uh, doesn't appeal to you, there are plenty of third party suppliers out there, like Brick Arms and Bricklink, yeah. where you can get more Bucky appropriate weapons. Yeah, and that's fine. Uh, that no, go ahead. No, go ahead. What are you going to say? I, I'm just saying, like, you know, okay, so I, I'm looking at my my uh, Falcon from Civil uh No, not Civil War. This would have been Winter Soldier Falcon. Okay. Uh-huh. Now I'm looking at the wings to that uh, on that one. And I'm looking at, I'm comparing it to the wings on Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or Captain, Captain America, Captain yeah. Falcon. Wow. Like, what? A difference a few years make. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Now, while what if has 
you know, they have that show has the most figures uh, representation in this series with five. Uh, WandaVision is right there with, well, it's only a couple behind because it's got three. It's got uh, the Scarlet Witch, of course, you know, Wanda with magic swirly blasts. Uh, it's got Monica Rambeau in, I guess, her sword outfit. Yes. Yeah, sword outfit with a toy helicopter. And it took me the longest time to figure out what that was. It looks like the old classic plunger box detonator from the Roadrunner cartoons that the coyote would use trying to blow up the Roadrunner. Yeah. Uh, from the angle of the picture. And it also can, the there's also a white vision with a laptop that mm-hmm. says technically says plans, but it's a laptop. It's a darn cool laptop too. Yeah. So, yes, we are definitely looking forward to these. I know that I'm going to be saying, yes, I want every single one of them. And, yes, I do want the display for a figures because that would make an awesome display. I think the problem is with that display, it displays for 10. I don't think they make one for 12. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. We'll just have to take out Zombie Cap and uh, Spidey, you know, Zombie Hunter. <sighs> no. Huh? no. No. Hey, no. I, sorry, my rules, dude. Hey, your rules, not my rules. I reject your reality and substitute my own. All right. But there are a lot of, if you go to the Lego website, there are a lot of Marvel sets that are due to come out very soon. Yes. In other words, basically, let's say we're recording on Thursday night, August, uh, July 29th. These will come out. They'll be available on Sunday, Sunday, August 1st. You've got the Guardian ship from Avengers Endgame. And we've talked about some of these already. Yeah, we have talked about some of these. You've got uh, the Iron Man, Iron Monger Mayhem, the Black Panther Dragon Flyer uh, from Black Panther, the first movie. You've got Bro Thor's new Asgard yeah. from Endgame. I yeah. love this set. I'm going to have to get this set. I love how it has uh, the sign that you drive by as you go in. Yeah. And we were we were discussing this before we started recording, and it just... I love how Tonsberg Norway just keeps showing up in the MCU. Yeah. Because it was the site where the Asgardians fought the Frost Giants. It is the site where the Red Skull found the Tesseract. And now it's new Asgard. Another set that's coming out on Sunday, Tony Stark's Sakarian Iron Man. Now, this is, of course, is another what if series. It's like if Tony Stark wound up on Sakar instead of Thor. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite out of these, though, is definitely the Captain Carter and the Hydra Stomper set. This is a yes. what if uh, what if series. It's basically what if Peggy Carter got the Super Soldier Serum instead of Steve Rogers. And something that Mike pointed out when we were looking at them, the minifigure for Captain Carter in this set is different than the minifigure for Captain Carter that is in the minifigure series. There's more red in the minifigure series version. Yes. Uh, I think I pointed out this almost looks like a stealth suit. It does. It does. Which would have been a little awkward for a stealth suit like that during World War II, assuming that this is when it's taking place, but it still looks great. Yeah, it still looks great. And that's the great thing about what if. Canon has no place here. Right. They are free to change stories around as much as they want. 
I mean, you could have Howard the Duck, Sorcerer Supreme. You could have that's a nice ring to it. It's a nice ring to it. Yeah. You could have J. Jonah Jameson as Spider Man and Peter Parker being the editor of the Daily Bugle. Okay. I mean, the infinite story potential. That's one thing that I have <laughs> loved about the What If series in the comics. You could take just any kind of uh, any kind of story premise and work around it. You want to put uh, you want to have T'Challa as Star Lord. You can do it. Yes, you want to have yes, Spider Man as a Sorcerer Supreme. You can do it. You can do it. You want to have the Green Goblin as the next Iron Man. You can do it. Woohoo. So, yes, I, and there are other sets that are coming out soon, the, the Marvel ones, but uh, those are the ones that we're really looking forward to. Now, the minifigures don't drop till September 1st, so there are plenty of sets that are coming out before that. Uh, and for the record, they're out of stock at the moment, but the display stands come in either red or black. I think red's appropriate because it's Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, and they come in either eight or 16. Yeah. So get the 16 holds the 12. Yeah. And then you get room and for four more of your other favorites. There you go. Such as maybe the, put the two Sharon's together side by side. Don't you mean two Peggy's? I mean, two Peggy's. I did that this morning with Zoe when we were in the car talking about these, when I showed her these. I'm like, oh, yeah, look, they're Sharon. She's like, Peggy? I'm like, that's what I said. No, you said Sharon. Oops. Yeah. Let's see. Some of the other sets that are coming out, uh, Spider-Man versus Mysterio's drone attack. Yep. Uh, Spider-Man's drone duel. Captain America and Hydra face-off. Spider-Man headquarters. That's more of a Duplo junior feel. Uh, Spider-Man at the Sanctum Workshop. I know we have talked about this one yeah. because it's a Shang-Chi tie-in. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not Shang-Chi tie-in. It's a Multiverse of Madness. No, it's No Way, no way Home tie-in because it come, it's, for the, it's a set for Spider-Man No Way Home. Right, but I still think it's going to tie into Multiverse yeah. of Madness. Yeah, Just for I agree. what I'm seeing in the set. Oh, I agree. I agree. Uh, the Avengers Endgame Final Battle. I think we have talked about that because it includes the crappy van that uh, that Scott Lang drives. Yeah. Uh, the Infinity Gauntlet itself. And uh, yeah, those are all coming out soon between now and September 1st. Yeah. Uh, and though, if you really want, and this is something that Mike showed to us before the show started, a Spider-Ham keychain. <laughs> yeah. He 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 kind of giggled a little bit inordinately about that. So, yeah, as you can tell, we're we're kind of fans of Marvel uh, Lego here as well. I think I giggled like a little girl. No, could have gone all night without hearing that. But that's okay. <laughs> you do you. I get the feeling that uh, anyway. Hey, it would be it would <laughs> be he's punch drunk, one too many hits with the snake. It would have been better. Are you saying this would have been better? I got giddy like a little girl. Nope. Well, it is the Olympics. I could sound like an East uh, German. That's just no. Okay. Nobody's watching the Olympics. Not <laughs> this is true. This is true. You know what, though? Actually, I've lucked out because I got judo. I, I keep missing fencing. It's almost like, hey, Kyle's not in the room. Let's show some fencing. But I lucked out. I got taekwondo. I got judo and I got some boxing. Well, there you and, go. I, and I got some shooting today. So I. 
as you can tell, I like the combat sports. So it's been good. I, I, got, I, did, I get to get to watch some of that. I did catch. I, I ain't judging. I caught skeet shooting and I caught archery. Oh, you know what? I watched some archery yesterday. Oh, my God. Amazing. Yeah. I, I want that bow set up where I, I fire and it just rotates down after I shoot the arrow. I want that. I mm-hmm. want that rig. It's going to cost me a pretty penny to get that rig. I want that yeah. rig. Yeah. That's right. That's, that's a Clint Barton special right there. Yeah. Yeah. So um, these minifigs, unbelievable. It's If you collect Lego and you're a minifig fan, this is the way to go. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and, for, and for me, we've talked about it. These display cases, I would love to get. Because I want duplicates that I want out of this, out of these. I want an extra Bucky. I want an extra Sam. I want an extra Cap Zombie, and I want the and I want an extra Peggy. Why? Because to me, those go in a um, Captain America Super Soldier display or mm-hmm. Gamby. Because they're all tied in. Uh and then I would love to get the Zombie Hunter Spider Man to go with the Spider Man stuff. Yeah, I can see that. So those are the ones for me. Now, if they've got the, if they have the cap shield or the captain, a cap shield, I didn't say captain America, just a cap shield, a cap shield, then the agent Carter. And then the agent Carter you're talking about, or captain Carter that you're talking about from the other set, the hydros, hydro stomper. It need to get that too, just for the displays. So, which does mean, yes, I do want the pen, the uh, quantum suit. Captain America. But there's quite a bit of Captain Americas out there, Lego wise. So that's gonna be a heck of a, a heck of a collection. Yeah. So um final thoughts, guys. Uh, I'll be on Bricklink quite a bit. Yeah, I think I'm gonna be joining it. Some of those cockpits just look amazing. Like the guardianship yeah. cockpit looks great. Yes. yes. I'm already thinking of, of other ships I can build with that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um any other final thoughts? No. Uh, my I'm la- thought it out. My last final thought for you guys. Uh, one, actually two. Marvel Legends announced the what, and I'm going to be getting this up on the website. Uh, probably on Friday the thirtieth. Um, Marvel Legends What If Wave comes out. Uh, or was announced today. The build a figure is Marvel's Watcher. Oh, okay. And it comes <laughs> with T'Challa, Star Lord. Uh, oh come on. There's Captain Carl, Captain Carter, T'Challa, Star Lord, Doctor Strange, Supreme, Heist, Nebula, Zombie Hunter, or Heist, Nebula, Zombie Hunter, Spider Man, Zombie Captain America, um, and also mixed in is uh Sylvie from Marvel Studios Loki. Uh, the set also comes with a deluxe Hydra Stomper that looks pretty massive. On the retro side, a Tigra fan channel figure rounds out the main lineup. Wow. So like I said, I will have all that up uh, this week or the next day or two. Or by the time you're hearing this, it's already up on the website so you can see all the pictures. So on that note, um, Thursday, if you would, please. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? No, just time to go dark.
Do you think Fury's hiding something? He's a spy. Captain, he's the spy. His secrets have secrets. 